So the Razorback basketball team is everybody's way too early number one team next year. Let's talk about it. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 103.7thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend and uh, had to take yesterday off from the podcast. Had some uh, stuff going on and everything, but that's okay. I know that uh, y'all didn't miss me too much, but we're rolling with it today. And it kind of actually ended up being perfect timing for everything involved, uh, especially dealing with the Razorback basketball team, which I thought, you know, as time goes on, we'll start talking more about football and spring practice, which we'll get into. We'll talk football this week and give some spring practice updates and all that stuff, too, because definitely want to do that. I know people are interested in that. And uh, even baseball will be, you know, having having its uh, say in things, too. But uh, today I had to bring up the thing that everybody and their mom was talking about last night and crapping their pants and throwing up and freaking out and, you know, setting things on fire, whatever it may be when it comes to the expectation and the pressures and the realization that the Arkansas Razorback basketball team, according to most pundits, and when I'm talking about most pundits, I'm not talking about Joe Schmo from, you know, basketballmatters.com, bracketology, some crap like that. I'm talking about actual, legitimate, well-respected, well-reputable journalists or experts in the college basketball field that have Arkansas as their way-too-early number one team in the country next season. Now, if you need the list, look at 24-7 Sports. It's pretty reputable. Sports Illustrated is pretty reputable. And uh, ESPN.com, those are kind of the big ones. Very reputable as well, as well as our boy Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio and also the Aaron Torres Podcast. But either way, all these people have Arkansas as their way-too-early number one team. And when I start seeing all this stuff, I'm like, what's going on here? Like, wh what's the catch? Who, who's, who's, who's trying to get what? Like, are they trying to get access? But you know, I'll just go through it all, at least the three major ones that I just mentioned, and just give a, new, uh, a little bit of an idea of what they're saying. This comes from 24-7 Sports, uh, which we know does, does a great job, and it's Kevin Flaherty. And in his way too early, he has number one Arkansas. Projected starting lineup, Anthony Black, Nick Smith, Devo Davis, Jordan Walsh, and Jalen Williams, which we'll talk about Jalen in a second. I know that we got to get into that. Uh, he says, look at that starting lineup. Just look at it. Three 24-7 composite five stars and two potential all-SEC players. Arkansas has an absolutely loaded recruiting class with five-star prospects in Black, Smith, and Walsh, and Smith being the li most likely standout. But Black being a six-foot-seven point guard gives Eric Musselman exactly what he, what he wants with a big, switchable lineup defensively. And there are a number of scoring threats and even some solid depth. Black, Smith, and Walsh are just the headliners in a class that include more the three more four-star players. Williams is testing the NBA draft waters, but should come back. And even if he doesn't, Arkansas is adding an intriguing talent in Missouri transfer, Trevin, Trevin Brazil, talent galore. In that, he didn't even mention the possibility of Adis Tony coming back. 
didn't even mention it. It still could happen. It still could be a possibility. Let's go over to Sports Illustrated now. And this is coming from Kevin Sweeney, Sports Illustrated. Number one, Arkansas. Eric Musselman is best known for his ability to recruit the transfer portal. But the Hogs are bringing in elite talent from a freshman class that should complement a talented returning core. The headliner, combo guard Nick Smith Jr., who could be in the mix for number one pick in the 2023 NBA draft. Smith, point guard Anthony Black, and athletic forward Jordan Walsh are the main prizes in this loaded class that bring elite level talent and upside to the table. One huge draft decision to watch is the star of center Jalen Williams, who blossomed into one of the SEC's best bigs down the stretch. He's considered to be returning for the purposes of these rankings, but his stock almost certainly rose down the stretch. If Williams returns as projected, this is the best team in the country. Also, <clears throat> didn't mention Jalen Williams. Or excuse me, didn't mention Adis Tony. It still has him at number one. And finally, ESPN gives the number one rankings. This is coming from Jeff Brazello. There's not a clear number one entering the offseason. But five-star guard Anthony Black's commitment to Arkansas in late March gives the Razorback the edge. Eric Musselman, who has established himself as one of the best transfer recruiters and coaches in the country, is bringing in the nation's second-best high school recruiting class to a program coming off back-to-back -back lead eight appearances. Nick Smith is in contention to be the number one pick in 2023, while Jordan Walsh and Black are also five-star prospects that could start right away. There are some roster questions, mainly focused on Jalen Williams and Audis Tony. But if one of the two returns, I think this is the best team in the country. Projected starting lineup, Nick Smith, Devo Davis, Anthony Black, Jordan Walsh, Audis Tony. if Jalen Williams moves on. Guys, gals, I am loving every single second of all of this. And last night... I was sitting there just in my mind. Like, you got to get the job done. I think we all understand that. Preseason rankings, way too early projections, all those things in the grand scheme of things don't matter big time. Like, there's so many things that are involved, and there's so many things that go into it. But I just didn't know if in my lifetime again, we would ever even be considering Arkansas being the best team in the country. Now, we may here in the state of Arkansas, we may as Razorback fans, but when it came to the actual legitimate, you are right in your thinking of believing Arkansas is the number one team in the country, I felt like that was a huge stretch. Because, I mean, you're talking about Duke and Kentucky and Kansas. North Carolina and Villanova, uh, you know, all these teams, Gonzaga, that constantly just reload and reload and reload, and they're always so good and so talented and some of the best teams in the country. And then you got other teams like an Arizona that's always going to be really good, and that's always going to be problematic as well. Uh, you know, you got other SEC teams that are pretty good. You know, you just you got uh, teams that kind of have their spark, like Louisville sometimes. You know, you just had all these teams, Syracuse. All these teams that could find a way to reload, rebuild, and be a number one team. But when you're telling me that Arkansas, by the standards and by the grading systems of big-time, well-renowned, reputable college basketball experts, 
And it's not just like one of them having a hot take of having Arkansas number one. You're talking about multiple big-time sports outlets producing their way to early top 25, and they have Arkansas at number one. Folks, that's no longer a, a dream. There's no longer a, okay, well, we, you know, we just need to pump the brakes and wait and see. No, this is a reality. This is a reality. Now, we got to see what the roster looks like. Of course, it's still in, it's still moving. It's still in motion. We got to look and see what that looks like. But this is legitimate that this team, if Jalen Williams and or Adis Tony, I'd love for both of them to return, but just one of them returns. Jalen would definitely, I mean, if you had to pick between the two, probably Jalen just because of his size, but you know, still they could hit the transfer portal and find some other guys there as well. But either way, either way, if you could just have one or both of those guys return, the expectation for Razorback fans, does it need to be just a national championship or bust? No, because of the tournament and how difficult it is. Like, we, we all know that. But does the expectation need to be a top seed, a one or a two seed in the country? I think so. I think so. Does the expectation need to be winning the SEC regular season? I think so. You're gonna, if you're the best team in the country, you should be the best team in your conference, right? Especially in an SEC where like the teams that were good, like Auburn's going to take a step back. Tennessee will be fine, but they may take a step back. Kentucky's going to be Kentucky, but I mean, are they going to be better next year than what they were this past year? Because they were pretty good this past year. I don't know. You know, what about, I don't know, other teams stepping up? Well, no, what about A&M? No. You know, what about Florida? No. What about all these other? No. Doesn't matter. It's going to be Arkansas. And when you have national guys coming with this expectation too, you need to start believing in it. Now, you can be resistant to it. You can have that mentality of like, oh, I don't know. You just need to pump the brakes a little bit. You need to calm down. You need to, you need to chill. I'm just, I'm getting nervous. Don't be nervous. All right? Embrace this expectation and have fun with it. Don't don't be that type of fan that goes low with their expectations so that way they're never disappointed. Be the fan that actually embraces something like this and expects greatness because your coaching staff and your players and your team and your program at the Arkansas Razorbacks is expecting the same thing. You should too. Expect greatness this year. Expect a year like no other. Folks, Arkansas, on paper, talent-wise, coaching-wise, all of that together, on paper, will be the best team in the country next year in men's basketball. And everyone knows it. Don't run away from that, that type of expectation. Protect it. Embrace it going to make you proud one day i promise you to quote sin of a woman i can't wait for next season already let's get it going folks you've heard me tell you about built bar uh you know built bar is one of those things that i talk about so much because i believe in it and it's something that's really helpful to me especially when i'm getting ready for the show and trying to get my day going because you know when you wake up at 9 a.m every day you need that extra boost to really fire you up to handle and greet the day with guns blazing well that's what built bar does for me 
and they have so many different delicious flavors to choose from. It's the best tasting protein bar in the market, and it's just as healthy. It doesn't taste like a chalk or bark or whatever these other protein bars taste like. They taste great. They have so many different flavors to choose from, and they're covered in 100% chocolate, so you know that they taste great. And if you go to Built.com right now and enter in promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next door. doesn't matter how many you order. doesn't matter how many you do. Again, just go to Built.com, enter in promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Make it happen. Built.com, LOCKED15, 15% off. You know what to do. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so I want to go ahead and dive into the whole thing about Jalen Williams and him declaring for the NBA draft, but still leaving himself open to come back because uh, some people are really concerned about that and it's fine. It's whatever. But, you know, I've my thing with Jalen Williams is that I kind of have a feeling he was going to test the waters. And with the way that college basketball is all set up, uh, especially this day and age and getting the people, you know, kind of what they are able to do or want to do when it comes to uh, trying out those waters, but not going in too deep before, you know, there ends up being problems or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like this is just a benefit for Jalen Williams and also a benefit for Arkansas. And just to uh, give the quote that Jalen Williams had, he says, I am announcing my intention to enter the 2022 NBA draft process. However, I will not be hiring an agent to keep my eligibility with the university of Arkansas intact. I look forward to learning upon the upcoming process, going through the interviews, gathering feedback, and building relationships with NBA coaches and front office personnel. My gratitude to Coach Musselman and the staff goes beyond words for helping me be in this position. I want to keep all my options open, and after going through the process and talking with my family, my support group, and the Arkansas coaching staff, I'll make an informed decision when the appropriate time comes. So that right there exactly shows you the, the maturity, I would say, of what you know, the maturity of a player like Jalen Williams that is a young player but also understands kind of his position. He understands that he has in front of him a great opportunity. And obviously being first team all SEC and being that guy that got a lot of those uh, accolades and those accomplishments and all those things too, like all of those things mixed in uh, I think has been really helpful to uh, to Jalen Williams and him making this decision as well. And so with him being the type of player that could get into the NBA but probably won't be drafted this year, but at least that's from what my opinion is and, the, and how I believe it, like knowing all those things together, I still believe that there will be plenty of opportunities for him down the road, but there's also this is an opportunity for him to kind of understand where he stands. And that's why I actually I don't I don't really you know talk about and, and give praise a lot to maybe the NBA or to uh, you know things that are done in the NCAA or whatever it may be. But I think it's a great process for players in college basketball to where they can test the waters, they can go to the NBA combine, they can do those things, and still return. Because you're talking about the NBA, it only has two rounds, 
you know, 60 players roughly get drafted. And then, of course, free agent deals. And then there's G Leagues and there's overseas and all that. Like, there's opportunities. But when it comes to the NBA, it's a matter of, hey, I want, like, I'm wanting to go to the NBA. That wants to be my dream. But I also don't want to jump in too early and devalue myself and then end up having to, you know, go somewhere else overseas, something like that, when I can stay here in college and still perform really well, still do a lot of good things work on my game and then take that next step when I'm informed and when I'm ready. Like those types of things I think would be ideal for any type of, you know, player or uh, anyone in that position. Like, I think that it's a great thing to have it set up that way. So if you're Jalen Williams, of course you want to test the waters. And of course you want to get that grade back. And of course, if it's not the grade that you want, you want to be able to come back and have that opportunity too. And that's where I believe that, Again, this is just my gut feeling. I'm not a scout. I'm not an expert. I'm not anybody in that field whatsoever. But when I'm looking at Jalen Williams, uh, that's the first thing I see is I see a player that is talented, that has potential, that's really good, but still has a lot to work on to get to NBA ready. And I think when he goes to the combine or when he goes and talks to all these scouts and everything, they're probably going to tell him stuff of like, hey, if you want to be in the NBA, these are the things you need to work on. This is where you stand. This is the things you need to work on. And they're probably going to suggest, hey, either go back to college or you'll be a G League player, whatever. But, uh, you know, right now you are not a draftable player. That would be my guess. Just, again, off the top of my head, my first reaction. That would be it. So between all that uh, and putting that together, I believe that that's the step that Jalen Williams needs to take. I think that that's the step that, Anybody should take in his position. And I also believe he comes back. I believe both of those things. And when he comes back, you're going to see the bolstering of that number one preseason ranking really become legitimate. Now, if you get Jalen Williams back and Tony back, because those are the two that I'm really, really waiting on. We know J.D. Note already declared. That was not a surprise to, at, to anybody at all if you've been following anything. So J.D. Note is moving on. Uh, we know that there's been a few transfers like K.K. Robinson and Chance Moore. Um, you know, the players that already left. So it's like you kind of have an idea where a lot of these players are at or where in their position. And, of course, Trevin Brazil, that was a huge get for Arkansas. But if you can get Jalen Williams and Audis Tony back, both of them back, you'll be a number one team. Bonafide, surefire, no questions asked. And then if you can add another transfer big, whether it's the Utah Valley State guy or somebody else like that, hold on to your butts. Here we go. 40-0. and 0. I don't know if they'll go that, but still. They'll be really good. Uh, but if, even if you can add, just keep Jalen Williams and then add another big or keep up East Tony and add a legit big, like whatever it is, like as long as you can keep one of those guys, you'll be in great shape. You'll be a preseason number one team and rightfully so. So all those things involved uh, will be able to make you to where you're, you're better suited to where you're at. So anyways, I like their chances. I like where they're at and just hopefully they can continue to build on it too. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Uh, find all the sports developments, including this week's Masters, which I'm so excited about the Masters. I cannot wait for it to go. And hopefully Tiger's playing in it, which uh, we'll have some fun with that. But uh, they got odds. They got podcasts. They got reviews for all the different leagues this season. And it's been your combined and continued source for all sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions at betonline.net, where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks. 
your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, final segments of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You know, we got spring practice going on right now, and we'll probably have a chance to, I think it was yesterday, Here from we got the chance to hear from Sam Pittman. Um, and so we'll uh, we'll have some stuff for that tomorrow because I really want to dive deep into that. And also, Terry Prentice is going to be joining us this week. I'm not sure when. Uh, he deals with the flagship AR, uh, which is the NIL group in you know design deal to help out student athletes. He's going to be joining us on the podcast to talk a lot more in depth about NIL because that's the one thing that I feel like we get a lot of questions on because there's just a lot of misunderstandings. And I feel like the more and more that we can – have people on to explain it because I'm, I'm one of those people too where I don't even fully explain it. Uh, then we'll uh, we'll put those things together and have a, a better understanding. But he's going to be joining us this week. Uh, I'm going to try to get – we'll see if it happens. I'm going to try to get Sam Pittman on this podcast because I think it would be cool just to kind of talk to him about pretty much everything. And it may have to be one of those deals that's after spring practice or or whatnot or after the spring game. But I'm, I'm going to try to get him on board and see if uh, see if he wants to, to hang out and – you know, shoot the breeze, just talk. I don't know. I just want to hear from him. Like, even if it's not about football related stuff, I just want to talk. Hey, let's talk about Lake Hamilton. Let's talk about Oakland and the races. You know, let's have some fun with it. So I'm going to try to get him on as well. But uh, it's amazing, though, that like spring football normally has been such a thing that people look forward to because of basketball being a disappointment or baseball kind of struggling or whatever it may be. But since it hasn't been that way at all, I feel like spring practice has been just so far removed from anybody's radar that like it's just it's it's just crazy it's crazy how it's going so i'm i'm loving it though even though like we haven't talked a whole lot about it getting these little juicy updates and stuff here and there has been pretty entertaining we'll have some guests on to talk about some spring practice too and because i again i want to do that now that i'm settled in and not traveling like i just want to be able to knock out a lot of those stuff and and be able to, to get back to it in the way that it needs to be done so those types of things i'm excited about i'm excited about uh you know some of the stuff that we're going to get going. And then once summertime hits, uh, I got vacation coming up, which I know, and uh, we'll see about what podcast and content. Hopefully, you know, like this sounds bad, but I'm hoping that it's really, really quiet this summer. Like, I hope that I am struck. I hope that I am struggling to make up crap to try to get it to, you know, get figured out or get it to, you know, uh, help understand or help make content because there's just nothing going on. Because usually in summertime, when there's a lot of content, it means it's bad. And I don't want that. I don't want coaches getting fired or getting in trouble. I don't want players leaving. I don't want any, I don't want injuries. I don't want any of that. I want smooth sailing, legitimate, easygoing content that we can just have fun with, make up, throw it against the wall, see what sticks, and then just enjoy ourselves. That's what I want. So, but it'll be great once we get to that point. We'll do a lot more of it too, and we'll have some fun with it there as well. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.